our desire is to bring nothing but the Word, the Word of God that transforms our lives. You can't have a testimony if you haven't had a test. When you have the new nature of God inside of you, really your worship reflects that. If you fail, don't let it be final, because it's not fatal. Hello friends around the world, this is Doc, Dr. Kazumba Charles. Welcome to Kingdom Insight. However you are watching us around the world, you may be in Africa, North America, Europe, we are so excited to bring you the Word of God. And uh, to, at this, on this program today, we're going to look at a, a very important topic. But before I do that, I want to read a scripture uh, to you, 1 Samuel chapter 15, verse uh, 22. But Samuel replied, What is more pleasing to the Lord? your bent offerings and sacrifices or your obedience to his voice listen obedience is better than sacrifice and submission is better than offering the fat of ram here is what god desires our obedience whether it's in finances whether it's in your gift obedience to use it as God has called you to use it. On this program today, I have a very powerful woman of God, evangelist Irina. Welcome to the program once again. Thank you, Dr. Charles. You know, we're going to just jump right into it because uh, I just have this burning desire to share what he's put on my heart. Covetousness is the root of all evil. God tells you to share something and you will not. The Holy Spirit tells you to do something for the Lord, and we stubbornly refuse. We do not obey the voice of the Lord. Disobedience is vile to our Heavenly Father. Carnal, deceitful hearts like Saul think to excuse themselves from God's commandments by doing what pleases themselves, and it's hard to convince people of their disobedience. But humble, sincere, conscientious obedience to the will of God is more pleasing and acceptable to God than all the burnt offerings and sacrifices. God is more glorified and our flesh is more crucified and it's much easier if, to bring a burnt lamb to the altar or drop a few dollars in the offering plate than to bring every high thought into obedience to God and to make our will subject to Yahweh's will. Many people are called, but few will listen, especially in the small things. Everyone wants to do the big things, but don't despise small beginnings. It's a test, and if you're found to be obedient with little, God knows that he can trust you with the gigantic undertakings. I heard a preacher being interviewed, and he was, he was asked, was why God is using you so much for so many different things. And he replied, you know, I asked God also. God, there's so many other people who are more talented, who has more uh, expertise, more connections and everything. And Lord, why are you using me? And the Lord replied, I called nine other people ahead of you who, who were perfect for the job, but they disobeyed me. You're my tenth choice. Ouch. Wow. But guess what? I know that you are obedient, that you will go, and I will equip whoever I send. And that's what God is telling us. So many people are being called to do things right in their own hometown and they won't listen. Be a blessing to someone else and do it with as little fuss as possible so that God will get the glory. Amen. Find out someone who needs help and be that hand up 
instead of a handout. Matthew 6, 2. So when you give to the needy, do not sound a trumpet before you as the hypocrites do in the church and on the streets to be praised by men. Truly I tell you, they already have the reward. But when you give to the needy, do not let your left hand know what your right hand is doing so that you are giving in secret. And your father who has seen what is done in secret will reward you. And Mark 12, 32 that God is one and there is no other but him and to love God with all your heart your soul your mind your strength and love your neighbor as yourself is more important than all the burnt offerings and sacrifices and you know doing random acts of kindness can bring many blessings into under people's lives we were down in the states and there was a friend of ours and he's not well to do by any stretch of the imagination but he's obedient man of God and there was a Vietnam veteran there and he gave this man some money for gas and for groceries well the following week he phoned us up and he could barely contain his excitement he said you know what I gotta brag on God this past week I've got thirty thousand dollars in new job contracts that I did not have and he said I know that is a direct result of sowing into this man's life he did it in secret and he didn't brag on himself but he said you know I want to thank you for telling us to do these things because I got blessed in return now God is not a vending machine that we slam a few bucks and a few prayers into and then hand them our gimme gimme list obedience to God shows that you trust him as your source of all things and not the earthly way of getting wealth that many times is corrupt and evil Deuteronomy 8:17. otherwise you say in your heart my power and the strength of my hand has made this wealth but you shall remember the Lord your God for it is he who gives you power to get wealth now there's a, a single lady that we know we just met her this spring and she's an immigrant she's raising three kids and she told us the story about how she drove two whole weeks on an empty tank with the light banging. She had no money. She was not going to beg. No one came along. So every time she got in that vehicle, she said, Abba, Father, you have got to get me to where I'm going. And for two weeks, she drove on that tank empty. Now that's faith. Yes. Why can't we have faith like that? It says if we have faith of as a mustard seed, you know, we can move mountains. Now the opposite is true. Now you can't sit on the couch and expect God to rain down things upon you just because you want it. Second Thessalonians 3.9 But we want to offer ourselves an example for you to Im imitate. For even while we were with you, we gave you this command. If anyone is unwilling to work, he shall not eat. Yet we hear that some of you are leading undisciplined lives and accomplishing nothing but being busybodies. And I know there's people who call on us only when they're out of money, out of the groceries or gas, and yet we have shared with them countless job opportunities, postings, business ideas. They just don't want to hear it. We hear all the excuses and the reasons why they can't look after themselves. Yes, there are people who are sick, who have injuries, who are in trying circumstances, but if nothing else, you can use this time to get closer to God and become that mighty prayer warrior. Pray fast seek his face and his counsel I want to hear words of faith coming out of your mouth and not words of lack yeah. and frustration at what you don't have my God you have breath in your mouth 
sing praises to God. It's the sacrifice of praise. Do it during dark times, and God will hear you. Amen. Matthew 6.32, Therefore do not worry, saying, What shall we eat? What shall we drink? What shall we wear? For the pagans pursue all these things, and your heavenly Father knows that you shall need of them. But seek ye first the, the kingdom, kingdom of God, God and his righteousness. And all these things shall be added unto you. Serving God is not a free ride on the back or the bucks of our family, friends, or partners. You and I both work, Dr. Charles, and we don't have corporate, corporate visa expense cards. For the most part, we pay our own way. Now, we've all heard the story of the widow's offerings of two pennies in Mark and Luke. The rich people contributed out of their surplus she put in all that she had. Mm -hmm. That is faith. And Amen. she did it out of love, mm -hmm. not to get fanfare. And obedience as well. Many Amen. people give expecting large returns from God, but they have evil intents and purposes, and they only spend their riches on their selfish pleasures. Dr. Charles, did you know that only 2.76% of people who call themselves Christians tithe? They give donations to the Cancer Society, to the SPCA, to Greenpeace, all sorts of foundations and organizations, and these are good causes, mm -hmm. but they don't trust God with their tithe. Mm -hmm. The 10% tithe sanctifies the other 90% of your income, and it takes fear out of your finances, for God is in control. And it's all his money anyways, for the, our father owns the cattle on a thousand hills. Mm -hmm. There have been times where there's been no work for my husband, but we've stood on the word of God, and we would not let fear in our hearts, our minds, or on our words. We lived on what we had stored up, just like the five wise virgins who had extra oil in Matthew 25.10. We're supposed to be like that. When you have times of surplus, you look after your own house, you get prepared, you sow, you can give offerings off of that extra. We are to be wise and prudent with God's resources, giving when we are led by the Spirit. Most times when we see a need, we'll pray, my husband and I, will discuss the amount and the Lord uh, where he wants us to sow it. And most times we're in agreement, almost to the dollar of what, where we need to give and how much we're supposed to give. And that's strictly the Holy Spirit. It's because we pray. We don't just fling it in the, in the bucket and expect something. No. And God does not need us, his sons and his daughters, to be broke, busted, and disgusted. Mm -hmm. Many times, it's a direct result of us not consulting the Lord first or being disobedient to his word and his instructions. We want our own carnal lusts and passions met, and we'll go into great debt to pursue those fleeting moments. We have to relearn about wealth, holiness, and obedience. Amen. It's not a good thing. Thing to witness to most of the world if you're broke, busted, and disgusted. Yes. And we're not supposed to be hoarders or miserly either. When God tells you to give, give. Amen. Be a cheerful Amen. giver. Christians are the worst tippers in the world. You ask any That's waiter, they don't want to work the Sunday shift <laughs> after church because Christians are cheap. We leave tracks and no tipped. What kind of witness is that? If you can afford to eat out, you can afford to be a generous tipper. Amen. And be a witness to your waitress, especially if you've prayed with them. It doesn't matter if the food's cold, the service stinks, it's wrong, leave a tip. And if the, if the meal has been really great, leave a generous tip. Be lavish. 
so you see it in the lives of people. Absolutely. All through history, most wars have been fought over power and wealth. Money makes the world go round, but money is also the trap and the snare by which people get enticed. One of the richest men in the world was asked, so how much money is enough? And he sat there and he grinned and he said, it's never, never enough. enough. Yes. But the sons and the daughter of El Shaddai, mm -hmm. which means God, my heavenly father, my provider, the all-sufficient one, mm -hmm. we know that we have been warned time and time again that man and woman cannot serve two masters. Two masters. Matthew 6.19, do not store up for yourselves treasure on earth, where moth and rust destroy, and where thieves break in and steal. But store up for yourself treasures in heaven. Where your treasure is, that's where your heart is also. Now there's a popular idea in the world today that you have to have at least a million dollars to retire, and if you want a really good retirement, it's got to be two million dollars. Really? I know people who have $5,000 in their account, and they think they're blessed. People who have a hundred thousand yeah. or a half a million and they're sitting there and they're wringing their hands because they don't know if they're going to have enough to pay their bills. It's an attitude of gratitude for all that you have and it's a matter of perspective. Why hoard up gold and silver and lust after diamonds and jewels and Rolexes when all of these things are just paving and building materials in heaven? The spirit of the world teaches us to lay up treasures for ourselves according to our own fancies. The Holy Spirit teaches us to be willing to do good to all as we are able. Yes. The grace of God will correct and cure the carnal nature in us, but the proud resist God. And in their understanding, they resist the truth of God. 1 Timothy, those who want to be rich, however, fall into temptation and become ensnared by the foolish and harmful desires that plunge them into ruin and destruction. For the love of money is the root of all evil. By craving it, some have wandered away from the faith and pierced themselves through with many sorrows. But you, O man and woman of God, flee from these things and pursue righteousness, godliness, faith, love, kindness, gentleness, perseverance. Now don't get me wrong, Dr. Charles. You know, you have to look after your only fir family first yes. and secure the things that you need, putting money aside for retirement, for college funds, for rainy day funds. Those are all good ideas. Now, Joseph, he laid up seven years of, of store when he knew that the famine was coming to Egypt. So, too, are we to prepare. But that does not mean going into a truckload of debt to have the latest, greatest, fanciest gadget. Yes, we need things in, in this world, but it's not a gerbil wheel that we have to keep running on to keep up with the Joneses. Twenty years ago, I could shop West Edmonton Mall, drop a couple thousand dollars and walk out of there thinking that I was just something special. But you know what? That was my BC time. Yes. That was before, before Christ's Christ. time. <laughs> now God has given me Amen. a financial tune-up. Now my husband and I, we always talk about yeah. all the major purchases that we do. There's no secret. There's yeah. no lies about our spending. And I'm much more conservative, prudent, and yeah. wise with the resources right. that God gives us. The bling of this world does not appeal to me as it does before. Yeah. And I like these things. I, I don't deny that. I like to dress well. I like yes. to be, be comfortable. It's good to look good. It's Absolutely. Good to look good. We are sons yes. and daughters of yes. the king. We're we supposed to, to look like that. Kingdom. Absolutely. Mm -hmm. And I've worked in finance and retail for many years and I've seen the good, the bad, and the ugly of money, wealth, and possessions. Do you have money? 
or does money have you? Mm -hmm. Do you put your hope, your faith, and your trust in your bank account, in your stocks and bonds, your possessions, and your portfolios, and do the things of the world, or do you trust your Creator? Mm -hmm. If God tells you to give, to donate, to bless someone else with anything in your possession, do you obey or do you resist? And, and, and to be obedient, you can give of your time. Mm -hmm. You can mentor somebody. You can pour your love into somebody. Mm -hmm. It doesn't all have to be about the money. Mm -hmm. Proverbs 15:6. Great wealth is in the house of the righteous, but trouble is the income of the wicked. Dr. Charles, we've all seen these prosperity preachers and teachers in the world who make a mockery of Jesus and the cross of Calvary. They're pandering the word of God for a profit. And you cannot buy or sell righteousness and holiness. We went to a crusade um, one time and the preacher stood up and he said, okay, they, they had all the offering plates and everything going around. And uh, he said, everybody who gave $1,000, I want you to come down up front and I want to pray a special blessing upon you. My husband and I, we just looked at ourselves and when we walked out of there, we never bothered listening to that preacher again. Because you should pray a blessing upon everybody. everybody. Whether everybody. they give two pennies, yes. whether they don't give anything, or whether they give a million dollars, you still speak the blessing of God Amen. upon them. You Amen. don't just separate the people who give a lot of money. Yeah. That's it's, it's really unfortunate because, you know, when we, we see that these people don't have anything, they're trying to come to look to God to help them. And we're going to charge them to have what they desire to have. You know, it's really unfortunate. Ecclesiastics 5.1. Guard your steps as you go to the house of God and draw mm -hmm. near to listen rather than to offer the sacrifice of fools. Are these preachers really preaching and teaching the word of God? Mm -hmm. Do you notice their Rolex watches, their designer clothes, their Prada and Gucci accessories, their limos, their mm -hmm. Rolls Royce, their mansions and jets and yachts? God said in his word. Mm -hmm. He said, Jesus told his disciples in Mark 6, 8, Luke 9, and Matthew 10, mm -hmm. take nothing but a staff for the journey. Amen. No bread, no bag, no money. So who's right? Mm -hmm. Is it God or the preachers? Mm -hmm. We all need money to survive in this world, mm -hmm. but how much is enough? Do you hoard? Mm -hmm. Do you give? Mm -hmm. Do you share? Now, to be a blessing, it's a mantle from the Lord to have that anointing, to get wealth. And God can use you mightily to change the world with these resources. And don't bicker over tithing, over the gross or the net. What would you rather be best on, the big number or the little number? We choose to tithe on the gross. And don't you dare cheat on your taxes either. We're supposed to be honest in all of our dealings. Amen. Being honest is being like pregnant or dead. You either are or you aren't. And you do it in all things. Jesus even said, pay unto Caesar what is Caesar's and pay unto the Lord what is the Lord's. The sons and the daughters of the Most High God should be known for our honesty in all things. Amen. Now there's a, a gentleman that we know. He started out as a... a a farm boy from Saskatchewan, but he had an idea, and the Lord blessed him as he went into his business. And he was obedient. He tithed 10% off the net. The Lord kept challenging him. He tithed 15% off the net. The business grew. He tithed 20% off the net. The business grew some more. He tithed off the gross. And the Lord just kept blessing him and blessing him. And people would say, like, what is it? He said, the Lord 
has blessed me. But you know, the increase in wealth did not change that man. He was still an honest farm boy from Saskatchewan who was a brilliant businessman who loved and trusted the Lord God as his God and as his source. And that's what we need to be, you know. We can increase in wealth, we can increase in possessions, but we always have to be obedient to the Lord. And you never, ever hold your hand back from when God tells you to give. Always you always do that. Good. Always in obedience to God. Amen. Amen. Uh, you know, I'm listening because uh, we want to change our lives. Absolutely. And yet we can't be obedient to that which God has spoken, especially just giving. Uh, the Bible says obedience is better than sacrifice. Sometimes to have what we need, we got to offer. The woman with, a, with an issue of blood Absolutely. had to offer something. She had to run to where God was, where Jesus was, through the people, and she had to do what? to touch the garment of his, you know, the hem of the, the, his garment, and she got healed. The woman with, uh, with an anointing oil that went and uh, just, you know, poured upon the feet, and uh, it's an expensive oil. Absolutely. She obeyed uh, what, you know, uh, obeyed the word of God, obeyed what she knew she desired to do to get to where she needed to be. Uh, as you're listening to the program, you're saying, uh, I want to live a different life. I want God to do something in my life. I want God to, to heal me. I want God to transform me. I want God to, to prosper me. Uh, my question to you is, what are you doing in order to get to that position? Are you giving? And uh, we have a problem in the world right now especially with a church if we talk about tithing because oh. some men have abused the tithe we understand that we understand that here is what one man did uh, he spoke to me as a as he gave a, an offering to us uh, to me and glory to our ministry he said this i don't want to know where you taking that money i don't want to know what you're doing with it because you are responsible to god to answer to that, I am responsible to give to you. Whatever you do with your money, it's none of my business. What I do to give to you is what God is going to bless me off of it. It rang in my mind to say, what a way to give. And uh, if a man you've given to has abused that tithe, don't worry about it. They will answer to God. They will pay for it. You did your part. If God tells you to go and give somewhere and they went, they bought, you know, these bigger mansion and you're looking like, wow, look where my money is going. Don't fussy about it because you're going to pollute your tithe. You're going to pollute the seed that you have given. Do your dues. Let God go after those who abuses his finances. And that's basically what you've been preaching here. You know, we, we, we want God to do something in our lives, but we have to obey. We have to give. We have to, to do something. Give your life. Give everything that you are, your time, and God is going to do something in your life. I don't want us to leave this pro broadcast without, first of all, praying for people and uh, praying for those who need Jesus Christ in their lives because a transformation of the mind and the thinking comes by us putting Jesus as the base and the foundation of our lives. I want you to look into the camera 
and just first of all pray for those that wants to give their lives to the Lord and pray for those who have struggles to obey because of they've seen man as abused the resources they've seen man as abused their positions and uh, taken the advantage of the people with finances we want to pray for them to be able to understand when they give they're not giving to man they're giving to God a man will answer to that which he receives but we our our diligent duty is to obey God and to give to the kingdom of God just look into that camera mother and pray for those people well Heavenly Father I just ask that your yes, Holy Spirit would go upon all of the people who hear this message Lord uh, give us open willing hearts and be obedient to what you lead us to do and Lord it says in your word that if we are obedient with little that you will bless us Malachi you will open up the doors and the windows of heaven and pour out a blessing that we cannot contain and in this end times Heavenly Father you are separating us you are calling us apart Lord pour out your blessing that people will say what is it that you have yes Lord. what is it that that is making you set apart and we'll say it is Jesus yes Lord and we will give you the glory and if you haven't accepted Jesus just bow your head and say Heavenly Father forgive me of my sins cleanse me of my unrighteousness my iniquity cleanse me from top to bottom including my possessions Lord that I may honor and glorify you with everything that I have give me that financial tune-up in Christ and I accept Jesus as my Lord and Savior and we just give you the praise, Lord, Jesus. that your, your name is lifted and glorified. Yes, in Jesus' name we pray and give thanks. Amen. Amen and amen. May the Lord bless you. Uh, we want to hear from you. Email us at life at kazumbachows.com. You'll see the details right there on your website. We encourage you to go to the website, uh, www.kazumbachows.com, as well as uh, www.christpassion.org. We want to be able to be a blessing to you, to give you materials that is going to help you to begin to be obedient to the Word of God, to learn about the Word of God, to know what you can be and you can do with God. Come on, don't waste your time. Write to us. We are waiting to hear from you. May the Lord bless you and keep you. May the Lord watch over you and guide you. Shalom, shalom. You have been watching Kingdom Insight with Dr. Kazumba Charles. My prayer and hope for you today is that you have grasped everything that you can from the speakers that have poured into your life today. I want to promote Dr. Kazumba Charles' new book. It's called Discovering the Power of God in You. He is an amazing man with an amazing spiritual insight into the power of God. I pray that you pick up this book and that it impacts your life. Thank you for watching.